Welcome to Emotional Support Water Bottle with Hannah and Ailish. I'm Hannah. And I'm Ailish. So I was... Do you, do you ever watch the Chicks in the Office podcast? Um, no, I don't really watch them. I'll see clips and mm-hmm. stuff, but no. Well, I went in like on this little like deep dive. Mm-hmm. I don't listen to them all the time. The reason I started listening to them at all was when Scandal was happening mm-hmm. because they had, you know, Raquel... And Sheena on the day of the fight. So anyway, they were both talking about how they had gotten engaged over the holidays to other people, (laughs) not each other. Sister wives. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So then um, the one, Rhea, was like, I, you know, my relationship gets so much hate and like people will say things to me like on the streets, like to us and stuff. And I was like, I wonder why. (laughs) So I looked it up and it was like, because do you like Dave Portnoy? I'm, I don't know. I mean, sometimes like the stuff that he does is like kind of humorous and Mm -hmm. like, you know, barstool, blah, blah, blah. But sometimes he's just a jerk i know i think he's a kind of insufferable yeah like i just don't i guess i'm just indifferent about him Mm -hmm. because i don't see him all the time yeah well he um so i guess ria was dating this guy named hank that works at barstool Mm -hmm. and then i guess they were together like four years and then they broke up and then a little while later, she started dating this other guy at Barstool named Marty. And this is who she's engaged to now. Well, first of all, it's always good when you have multiple office relationships. <laughs> well, and that's like, so Dave Portnoy was like, you know, I don't know. It was just so extreme the way Dave Portnoy was acting, I felt. Because he's like, he goes, I don't care if there's office hookups. Like, that doesn't bother me at all. But he, so it's like Dave Portnoy, this Marty, just like on, like they're in different spots, but like talking to each other on, like this is all on camera and everything. And he's like, yeah, so this is just so like gross of you and you're just such a bad person. Just like berating his employee over relationships that he says... He doesn't care if they have. And is this just after they got engaged? Or? No, this was, sorry, this was from a year ago. Oh, okay. And he's like, well, you know, I'm not gonna, you know, fire. Because then he's, Marty's like, I didn't think I was going to get fired over this. And he's like, well, you're not getting fired, but like... I'm not renewing your contract and like all this, right? Oh like, I know it's like, and I was like, if we don't want to have anything to do with you, then, you know, you're not going to be working here anymore. He's like, how are you even going to work? And then this Marty's like, well, I'm trying to like, you know, work on this thing. And he's like, what even is that? That's not going to do anything. He's like, then Marty's like, you don't know anything about this. Then he gets, oh, and then Marty's like, and you called Rhea ugly at some point. And he goes, that has nothing to do with this. I'm like, um, and so oh then God. they get the Hank guy on. Oh God. And so they're all and this Hank guy is just, he didn't really say much. He was just like, I was just hurt, you know, cause I just wasn't expecting it. And for them to be dating. Yeah. Even though this, and I was confused about the Marty and Hank. So did Dave ever say anything to Hank? No, he was, well, he took Hank's side, I guess, is what's happening. So he takes his employees. So it's more so that, like, 
the oh, breakup she, with Hank and yeah. then she started dating somebody else. Yeah, it was all personal drama that he was berating the employee oh about. I just thought it was like ridiculous. So I was he, like, he just seems like childish to yes. me. And it's like the drama was like kind of fun to watch. Yeah. But also I was like, oh my gosh. And like, I didn't know any of this, but I was informed that Marty did end up getting his contract renewed oh, and is still at Barstool. But I was like, He's like, well, if I don't mess with you, you know, then what's your point of you even being here? And I'm not going to want to do anything with you around here and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, why is this on camera? Yeah, that's weird. <laughs> like, it was all so personal. And I was like, that uh... barstool just seems like such a fratty, like yes. toxic environment. I know. I just was like, couldn't believe it. I don't know. I just thought it was unprofessional. Like, I can't imagine, like, my boss, like, just in front of everybody berating me about, like, a personal relationship. If it's allowed. Yeah, it's not only just, like, the relationship, it's another employee. So it's, like, you're just doubly, like, trash talking people. Yeah, it was so awkward. Yeah, that's really unprofessional. It was a lot, but... So did they... They were just talking about it on the podcast. Yeah, I don't know if I just saw Which is kind of weird, too. Yeah. uh, That's... mm. I don't know, but that was from... Yeah, them talking was from a year ago, and now they're talking about... Them being engaged. Yeah, on the chicks in the office, but... Well, they stuck it out. I guess Marty was the one. Yeah, I guess, and Marty made, like, a... Or Dave was like, well, this better end in marriage because of all this, and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, well, it's about to, so... (laughs) Got him. Oh, that sounds awful. That was weird. Um, I actually watched, this is kind of random, but I was doing other work and I was, I put on this random documentary and it was called Pepsi, Where's My Jet? Did you like No, I never heard of that. Okay. Well, I didn't know really anything about it. And then I watched the preview. I'm like, oh, this sounds really interesting. It was in the nineties. I can't remember exactly what, what year, maybe like 92. And Pepsi ran this promotion where uh, if you bought so many things of Pepsi, you know, you could get like points and then you could redeem points for certain items. Hmm. And the one thing that they put in their um, commercial was this jet and it was like a fighter jet that's like military grade. It, that was from like some movie that had mm-hmm. come out at the time. And it was worth like 7 million Pepsi points, which seems like a lot. But this guy saw that and he's like, oh, my God, like I'm going to get this. Like, how cool would it be to have this? And he was like a 20 year old. And so he's just, you know, living on a dream, you Mm -hmm. know. So anyway, long story short, he finds a loophole in a way where they could actually get so many points, but then also just spend 10 cents Mm -hmm. like on the dollar of Pepsi points to buy like whatever they wanted. It was Mm. like a loophole in the thing. So it ended up being they could pay $700,000 to get this jet. (laughs) So he gets... There's like so many like backstories. So he had like gone and like climbed mountains with this guy who like has a lot of money and stuff. And he's like, I know who I can ask to bankroll this. This Mm -hmm. my friend whose name was Todd Huffman. And the kid's name was 
John Leonard. So then they're like, okay, fine. Like, I'll go in on this with you. Mm -hmm. He gives them the $70,000. Anyway, very long story shorter, Pepsi's like, LOL, no, this was a (laughs) joke. It's clear that this was a joke. But nowhere in their commercial did they say, like, asterisk, like, this is not actually for Mm -hmm. sale. Like, nowhere did they say that. So then lawyers were involved and like they had this whole back and forth with Pepsi and then like it took kind of like years and all these other things started happening. And then that one lawyer that um, Michael Avenetti, who's like a super like skis ball that like is now going to jail for like fraud, a fraud scheme. (laughs) But at the time he was like this like hot shot, like I'm going to get him, you know, attorney. (laughs) He gets involved and he starts like digging up dirt on Pepsi Mm -hmm. and how there was this horrible scandal in the Philippines where like there was a printing error. And so there was like a raffle type thing where if you popped your tab and then you had a certain number, you won like a million dollars or whatever. But like a lot of people had that number and Mm. Pepsi's like, oops. And then there was this whole revolt and it like ruined a lot of people's lives. And so that was like, they were trying to cover that up. That was uncovered. They were trying to do this like smear campaign against Pepsi to get them to give him this (laughs) jet and they wouldn't do it. And then finally, like after all this time, it ended up going to court. And then this lawyer was like, no, anyway, now flash forward it's like a case that's like studied in law school <laughs> to show like how, you know, when you're doing marketing and you're having like deals and stuff, the language that you have to mm-hmm. use so that that doesn't happen. And the people at Pepsi were just like, yeah, like the guy who did the advertisement at the mm-hmm. beginning, he's like, yeah, originally I had wrote it was worth 700 million Pepsi mm-hmm. points. But they said it looked better with less zeros. <laughs> and that's like how the whole thing. But then it was like, you know, it was this more went into the story and it was kind of crazy. And then it ended up being that like the Todd and John had this like long lasting relationship and they climbed mountains. And then Todd like got diagnosed with cancer for a second time and it was really emotional. But then he like, they still climbed mm-hmm. a mountain together and then he got surgery and he's cancer free. And it was like really <laughs> beautiful. But I, it was like a fun like story that I had never even heard no, about. But that is funny that just thinking about the old marketing stuff I know. that is so much different now like I remember when we were kids and it would be like this'll win a new car mm-hmm. this'll make your tongue green yeah and it was almost like they just did anything they, they said could. anything yeah and it, like there was no rules or anything I know do you remember there was like that thing where it was like animals and you yeah. could win like was it like a cruise trip or something with um, Dylan and Cole Sprouse. Oh yeah! Or like you spent the day with them or Did something. Did anybody ever win? I know. That? I feel that was like a big thing. I can't remember a while ago, and people are like, "We gotta find that." Yeah, because there allegedly was this winner that like came out, but it's like, where are they again? Like, yeah. we want to actually hear what happened now. I know it's so crazy, and it was really nostalgic too. Because since the 
majority of the setting was in the 90s Mm -hmm. it showed a bunch of like 90s advertisements and like some of them i didn't remember because like i wouldn't but like some of them i did especially like the old pepsi stuff (laughs) and it was just like oh i know and it is funny to like see that old stuff or like those give or those sweepstakes were always like a thing like nickelodeon yes and there were so many things like collect this and send it to us and we'll send you (laughs) whatever like that was such a huge thing that was and it's like i wonder if anything because we couldn't like communicate with each other in that way like we can now it's like well i sent this in i know and i never got anything because they for this pepsi thing they had like a little booklet or a sheet where you know it was like a catalog where Mm -hmm. you could choose and then you'd send in your pepsi points so it was like i want the t-shirt and it's worth 100 (laughs) pepsi points but then the jet like wasn't on there so they wrote it on and included a check and then they they're like well this is like seven hundred thousand dollars i can't just put this in the mail (laughs) so they like brought it right to the po box and then pepsi ended up like you know voiding the check and they're like Mm, yeah that was just a joke here's some vouchers for some 12 packs (laughs) that's literally what they did but i won it fair and square i know it was just kind of crazy and it's just like those things that like i never heard anything about that before no i'm mm -mm. i don't even remember like that commercial or anything i don't remember it either but it probably they probably just stopped running it after like (laughs) Like, a few months because of that (laughs) that didn't work out it's just funny the way you could like get away with that i know you'll win this for sure 100 percent. just buy this but like such kudos to that guy for like like, sticking (laughs) to it and being like "Uh, i know (laughs) yeah and now it's something that's studied in law school that'd be cool i want something like that we need a court case <laughs> yeah, but no um, actually i don't really want no. to be involved in that um, but i want to be treated unjustly and get justice <laughs> <laughs> against a huge corporation <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh my god um did you ever watch Making the Band? Yeah. Well, I that keeps popping up because I keep looking at it on our TikTok and oh the old clips. And I was like, oh my gosh, I used to love this show. That's just such the nostalgia from all the MTV and VH1 I shows. I wish there, I guess it's on YouTube. I saw in the comments. I'm like, I really just want to like watch it. I used to be, I used to love like Aubrey O'Day, which oh is my so embarrassing to say. No, it is because she, <laughs> She really she's Went like a different person she is even from like i think they did like three seasons of that show and it was like from the first season or like the auditions mm-hmm. to like even the last season how much different she was and i just remember and then the clip of it too where it was like p diddy just fired <laughs> aubrey and d woods and it was like i remember watching that in real time like what he just (laughs) fired them right then and there because it's like you didn't know that back then like you were just gonna see it right then and there yeah that was the crazy thing is when we saw it on tv that was the first yeah that was when you saw it you Mm -hmm. found out that they had been fired i know that was like i never really watched um what was that other one with 
the Donald Trump one. Oh, The, the Apprentice. Apprentice. I never really watched that show, but it was like the same type of thing. Yeah. Or like Survivor. Like every week you're like, oh, who's, who's going to get, get voted, voted off? off? And they're like all under like secrecy staying in hotels. Yeah, and I know. It's, it was like a freaking like murder trial. Like how secretly they had it locked down. Yeah, didn't the, the America's Next Top Model people would talk about that? Where yeah. you're like, stay at this hotel. <laughs> that was wild. To, or like remember they would be you know on a trip or whatever mm-hmm. and then they would get you know kicked off and then they would just have to like go home <laughs> but they can't like actually like go, go home. home you're like i have just to be in a holding zone <laughs> you have to like fly 16 hours for two <laughs> days <yourself>. later <laughs> Oh, it's so I terrible. saw some of that on TikTok where people were making fun of the makeovers, <laughs> and it was those like, used to be my favorite episodes. They were awful. Some I know, of them. like someone with like a beautiful, like long, like dark brown hair, <laughs> saying that's like. Well, the one thing I said was that I don't want to cut my hair above my shoulders. And then like five seconds Page later, boy cut. <laughs> bleached in I one session. I could not believe the way they would bleach everyone's hair. And then they'd be like, no, this is elevating your look. And it's like, no, Blunt it's not. Bang. <laughs> always with these lungs and they would always try to put like weaves and yes. like fine hair yeah. it's like that's mm, like and then there'd be like a couple girls that like looked really good and they'd, <laughs> they'd be like oh my god i love my hair and I then there's so the other so one that's like, like i feel so that ugly. got her hair shaved yeah. bald oh my the god juxtaposition <laughs> of emotions I remember i think her name was nena yes i do and they were like her. straight up making fun of her as they're like shaving her head they were that show was unhinged just, it was so <laughs> cutthroat like it was not even i can't even believe like that is one show I that know. would never fly no. i mean they can't even show all the seasons on streaming <laughs> the thing with um that show too is I wonder how long they were actually gone because you know it'd be like they'd always be like this is what you know you do your challenge and your training and the photo shoot all in one week but I wonder if it was literally like one two three one two three remember when they'd go on the go seat (laughs) they're like we're gonna drop you in the middle no help (laughs) here's a map you're in a foreign country you don't know the language (laughs) or you'd get like this crazy driver yeah and you'd have to direct them i love too when um like they'd have the commercial it would always be like cover girl or something but remember the one when they were in italy (laughs) it was for secret deodorant or maybe it was france whatever some european country and it's like okay you are going to do this completely in italian i know it's like what none of us speak italian it was like they would just purposely make everything so hard or like if it was like somebody with a disability like that one girl had like yeah almost almost blind and they're like (laughs) we're gonna have you walk a runway in the dark and it's like i know 20 inch heels (laughs) And then she's like, um, can I just see like the runway beforehand? No. Nope. Sucks to suck. 
it's like mr j's oh. like absolutely not <laughs> if you want to be a model in this industry you need to be able right. to <laughs> adapt or when they had niall and he was deaf and they did that photo shoot completely in the dark and he can't hear and they were supposed to go one two three and then flash the light and so they're like trying to bang on something for him to hear it's like come like it's absurd on. i know like it's just nuts like you know you have a deaf right like contestant and honestly if and he went on to be like a, he won right yeah he, was he, did and he was a successful model and it's like if that were reality right they would make adaptations yes. and accommodations for someone who has a disability yes. they wouldn't just be like mm, i guess figure it out because <laughs> that's a lawsuit right <laughs> Yeah, that show was just completely unhinged. It was. But it was so good. I mean, I it watched was. that no. religiously. Uh, every Saturday, I think on Oxygen, a season would it play was so like, good. all summer or something. I know, I'm, I miss it. And the drama, just I the know. straight drama. When they were like biting each other about food. <laughs> <laughs> Remember the girl that had the... It's not funny, but the eating disorder and somebody went in her, she like made these brownies and oh, somebody yeah. and like wrote something like, go eat something or they whatever. Were mean. They were mean. <laughs> uh, remember when Tyra came in and fainted yeah. <laughs> and they're like, oh my God, Tyra. And she's like, acting. <laughs> they're all just standing there like, what just happened? <laughs> They've like fit. They haven't eaten. They haven't slept. <laughs> oh my god! Oh, that, that show was great. So good. Oh we will gosh. never get that type of reality no, show ever again. Was so yeah, like unhinged and and like the photo shoots. Like as the seasons went on, they got progressively more bizarre. They did. It was like they were reaching for straws there <laughs> like what else can we do we did this already like, some of them just didn't even make sense no like just why don't you just do a normal shoot i know like in clothes right <laughs> why do you have to i mean some of them were cool some of them were cool there was one season i can't remember annalee tipton was on it mm-hmm those were some cool photos. Yeah, shoots. I liked the like the seven deadly sins. Yeah, that, that was, was a, a cool good one. one. Again, this girl just <laughs> lost her friend. We're gonna put you <laughs> six feet under know, like, in, in a, a coffin. I know it's like I know they can't like control that because but, okay. everything's booked. But but still. they also like specifically give people certain things yes. that they know are gonna impact yes. them. Yeah, it's like this girl is just like a little bit pudgier. Let's make her. Yeah, they're like, wait, what did you say? <laughs> Take note for photo shoot number four. Right. They're like, we're going to make you the elephant. <laughs> Everyone else gets to be a giraffe and I am beautiful gazelle. Beautiful yeah. <laughs> you get to be the elephant. And then they're like, now why couldn't you? You could have did so much more with this elephant. Yeah. It's like, like bro, I'm trying. <laughs> I'm actually feeling pretty bad about myself. <laughs> And then oh when they're God. like, like when the the girl's like a size six, and all they have is like double zeros, and it's like, 
There literally weren't any clothes for I me. Know. And it's like in a competition show, it's like, come on, I know. give them some freaking clothes. Like with Takara. And then they're like, Takara, where'd your personality go? <laughs> well, let's see the past <laughs> six photo shoots when you know my size and you probably took my sizes. It's like, well, you the purposely life is being sucked out of me. <laughs> You're purposely making me feel worse. The judges are like dementors. <laughs> We were rooting for you. <laughs> we were all rooting for you. And that was such I, an icon. And then when we found out they even took parts out, like, <laughs> fine, then go sleep on your grandma's floor like a pathetic loser that you are. <laughs> How did, like, Tyra Banks survive that? I know. Like, even and with I, the well, resurgence. I, eating, like, I know, but I was, like, eating that up. Like, I thought Tyra oh. was awesome. I thought she was beautiful. You're and, right. <laughs> like, literally, like, 14-year-old me. Yes, Tyra. Yes. We were rooting for you. <laughs> what a slob. <laughs> she can't even work. Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, just so iconic. And TM. I didn't think it was. I think when they, when they did like guys and girls, that's when I kind of stopped yeah, watching. I, know. I just was like, okay. And it was so like try. I think it had to do with too like the whole season where it was like they had the social media mm-hmm. thing and like they were just trying too hard because some of the photo shoots were cool with like the guy and girl element. Yeah, in them, but it was just too trying to hard. remember when uh <laughs> they had the like little romance mm-hmm. with the the male model th- that like came in it was another foreign shoot and they had like you're gonna be with guys and mm-hmm. of course all the girls that have been like segregated from all of the Men. creation yeah. for like x amount of time they're like oh my gosh mm-hmm. and then the one i can't remember who Sh- it was, was it Shan- shandy she Shand- right? Shand- yeah, Shandy, the blonde one, right? Yeah, Wasn't what's her, her name? Shandy or am I thinking of someone else? I don't know. I can't remember Where she's remember cheated now. on her boyfriend. Yeah. That thing, yeah. It was like she's was breaking funny. down. <laughs> He's like, what did you do? I know we get the whole phone call <laughs> audio and everything. <laughs> like such a personal yes, moment horrible like i can't even i think they did like a where are they now and she was like obviously completely traumatized from that obviously situation that yeah and like you know i'm working in a grocery store now <laughs> like modeling's not for me i cheat on my boyfriend during it god it so wild. so good we should watch it again sometime <laughs> we would just like I don't. I couldn't even watch it with a straight face. No, it's so bad. And I would just be sitting there, like, (laughs) just taking it in. I know. I'm like, I could. I could do that. I know. know. (laughs) Looking at myself practicing my monologue, (laughs) knowing. Well, and you were taking in all the tips Tyra was giving you. Oh yeah. I I mean, I learned how to smile (laughs) and all her language that she knew. I will say, I just felt like. It did take a shift when Janice Dickinson wasn't on the show anymore. I know mm-hmm. that she's a controversial character, mm-hmm. but I did feel like, you know, she knew the industry. No, I agree. And I feel like she was like a little, I don't know, stricter, I guess. Mm-hmm. But I feel like they were going to come across people like that in the industry. Yeah. So it was kind of like a good, I don't know, learning curve. Yeah. And she was just like pretty fabulous at that you know. time, you know, like... She was. Janice. <laughs> oh, God. That sh- I don't even know how we got on that yeah, tangent. Reality show. That was- <laughs> it was great, man. Um, something that 
actually happened to me this week. So my one friend, I was watching her child for a couple days, mm-hmm. and she was telling me the situation with one of her friends, which I thought was kind of interesting. Mm-hmm. And um, her friend is, kind, I mean, they don't live, she lives in Columbus, so that's like a solid like two hours away from us. Mm-hmm. So you're not going to like, well, and she lives more towards the Cleveland area, so it's like further. But any, well, doesn't no, matter the distance. The same, but anyway. <laughs> But it's like, you know, you're not going to see each other all the time. Right. So her friend was saying, like, you know, I feel like I'm not being made a priority anymore. But the friend is also, like, very, um, she's become very concerned still with COVID. Mm. And, like, it's, it's actually really sad, like, how it's kind of debilitated her not that she had it and that she has after effects just like the fear Mm. and she really has become very reclusive and like wow she won't allow my friend to go you know to her house or stay the night there anything so how is she supposed to make her a priority right so then my friend was even saying because you know she has a kid and she was like you know Like, do you ever feel like with Hannah, like, do you ever get annoyed if like you have to, you know, make more changes to your schedule because you don't have a kid? And I was like, no, I don't. I mean, obviously there's some times where it's like, oh God, like I don't really want to drive today to see Hannah or do whatever, but Mm -hmm. what is my alternative that I don't get to see my friend? Right. (laughs) Like, so it's just was odd. And then she kind of was telling me about her situation and it's just like, not even totally about having a kid. Right. It's just like, it's not that at all. Right. It was just really weird. And I mean, it was sad because this girl is really, you know, pushing or or pushing people away because she doesn't. Yeah. I know. It's like, (laughs) what do you even really say say about it? I know. But she, she kind of got like really defensive about it and said like, you know, my time matters too. And, you know, every time you come down to Columbus, it's not for me. It's because, you know, you're seeing other people and I'm an afterthought. But my friend was making the point, like, I can't stay with you. Right. You know, like she won't even eat at a restaurant. It has to be somewhere that's outside. So that also takes out Six Lots months of, of the year right. plus if it rains, then we can't. So it's like right. I'm I not know. allowed at your house and I'm not we can't go to a restaurant. Wow. I know. And I just think like with the kid thing, it's like if that was the only thing I get. How right. F- like I could see that frustration, yeah. but then just to like throw the like. But also like what I said, like, you know, if you don't have kids like you what are you gonna do like are you gonna just let that like completely you know dissolve your friendship right like if and you know I thought it was actually a really positive thing what my friend said she's like sometimes in friendships like it's 50 50 and other times it's 80 20 and right you know and it is like it there's different times where it's one person like with any relationship one person gives a little (laughs) bit more than the other person right but it just seems like this other girl is like really 
<laughs> not giving <laughs> anything. anything at all and it's like at a certain point you just kind of have to like give up though like right. it's like well i can't you know see you and promise i'm not gonna give you covid or i know and if we can't go anywhere that's really odd i don't know i know and it's Jeez. it's sad too like oh yeah it's like concerning like, for her like are you just literally staying at home yourself and not seeing anybody right you or know? like it's when does it when are you okay to go back out right i mean because we're kind of removed from the pandemic at right. this point i mean my life has gone back to normal right i mean the new normal i yeah, guess right. <laughs> <laughs> but, but you know wow yeah it was just kind of <sighs> shocking. That is really shocking. I don't even know what to say. <laughs> I know. It's really sad. It's kind of surprising to hear, I guess, because I feel like a lot of people, I guess, in my life are not living like that mm-hmm. right now. No, I, there's nobody in my life No, everybody's is. going out and doing things again, especially with it being like summertime. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know, but just... So did your friend think at first it was about the kid thing well or it just kind of like was spiraling (laughs) so there was one situation when she kind of like I don't want to say like went off but like when she really expressed herself and let her frustrations out the friend she was it was kind of stemming from a situation Mm -hmm. that involved the kid Mm -hmm. but you know, the bigger picture was that it wasn't about that. And then my friend was like, okay, but like, what do you want me to do if I can't even stay at your house? And then she said, well, couldn't you just get a hotel? (laughs) That's cheap. (laughs) Yeah. Right. Down in Columbus. That's crazy. I know. No. Right. (laughs) (laughs) You're going to make me go down. And it's like, it's a, far enough drive that you would rather stay the night but it's like if you're gonna make me get a hotel i'm just gonna go home or not right. go at all i know it's not like she's got seven kids because right. i'd be like yeah i don't have enough room for seven kids yeah, in my like, apartment yeah like, i know but just for like i don't know wow and she has a another friend like their like mutual friend third friend in their little trio i guess like is getting married and mm-hmm. she's not going to the wedding. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Wow. I mean, and I, what I said to my friend too, I was like, you know, it, it it's more concerning for her, like for her mental health, mm-hmm. for her physical health. And also, is this just going to be the rest of your life? Right. Like, is that just forever now? You're not right. going to go out and do stuff and see people? Wow. It's like, how are any relationships supposed to be sustained if you're not, like... Right. It's just wild. That is wild. I know. I kind of, like, didn't really know. Like, I'm sorry you're going through that. I don't even know, like, because it's such a situation we've never been through before. Mm -hmm. So it's like, what do you even say to that person? If you're like, well, you know, it's time for you to try to go back out. But if that's like, obviously, there's some kind of other anxiety type issue going on there that's manifesting into a COVID one. Right. And if it is just like COVID and health related and I think she's thinking that she has other like health issues Mm -hmm. that are, you know, 
may or may not be unfounded. And it's right. just like, okay, I don't know. I, I'm not the type of person that's just going to continuously live in fear right. like that. Especially because we already lost like two years. Yeah, literally. From it. It's like at this point, you know, we're going to have to find a way forward yeah i mean i'm not gonna just recluse myself in my house for the rest of my life when it's not healthy to do that we need us people we need i know and i I thought it was just kind of like also kind of a crappy thing to do to try and like blame it on like my friend's kid a little right. bit you know it's like because when you are a parent like your priorities do shift and right. it is harder to like see your friends all the time and that's why with like our friendship it's mm-hmm. like I don't of course I'm gonna take time like I have more of a flexible schedule right. or more time when I can come up like I don't mind doing that and right. I also would want to see your kids too right like, of course I, so it's just like to if I threw that in your face I just think that would be like a really hurtful thing. <laughs> you know? Yeah, I would be terrified. Yeah. <laughs> and that's the thing too. Like, what if that girl decides, you know, at some point that she wants to have a kid, and then you know, your friend's kid will be over, so they'll will be in a different stage. Like, she'll still want that flexibility then from the other friend yeah like a give and take like if you have kids you know my kids will probably be a little bit older yeah i'll be the one that's a little more flexible so it'll just like change that type of dynamic again totally i don't know it's just something like i don't know that i hadn't really shocked yeah, I hadn't like <laughs> experienced or thought about it. I'm like, no, mm, that's kind of an interesting situation. Yeah. Yeah. I felt bad for my friend. I know that's sad. I know. Hmm. But <laughs> well, well, I guess. <laughs> Hope that thing works itself out. <laughs> yeah, it seemed like she was just gonna kind of give the situation time. Uh, yeah, like, what like, else is she supposed I know. to do? I know. I don't even know what I would like say. Yeah. It's like, wow, I don't know. I know. It's kind of a lose-lose. Mm-hmm. But anyway. Well, I guess we'll take a break. All right, we'll take a little we'll break. break. We'll be back. <laughs> um. Okay, so our book club this month. We did Green Lights by Matthew McConaughey. Green light. <laughs> Green light. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> well. I, I wish okay. I counted how many times I know. <laughs> and it would, Okay, so like in the book, he'll like, I guess like the green light thing comes from like anytime something like good happens that's making you move forward in yeah. life. It's like his green light. Yeah. So he'd just be like saying something and then be like, green light. Like it was always at like the end of the story. Yeah. You know? and, it was, and even though you should have expected it, yeah, it, was it was just still- always like, green light. <laughs> I will say, just as like an overarching comment about this book, I enjoyed his narration yes. a lot. I, me too. I thought it was it was really entertaining the way he told the stories, mm-hmm. and obviously his voice was just really nice yeah. to listen to. But he just seems like such a good storyteller. Like you can just mm-hmm. imagine him at like around a fire you're like just having wine or beer bourbon and he's just telling a story i know i feel like my answer from now on if you could have a or 
a dinner, dinner party. With yeah, someone dead or alive. I'm gonna say Matthew McConaughey. I know because the amount of stories that he had in this were just you know, wild. And, then, and the, the book too was like funny. Like mm-hmm. some of it, he was like I laughed a couple of times. Yeah. Not like dying, but it no, was but like I did too. Laugh. Like they were just like unexpected. I I mean I always enjoy a book that's in chronological order, but especially when it's like a a memoir like about the mm-hmm. person's life. If it is supposed to be like their full life, like right. I love when it starts when yes. they're young and goes through. Like that just makes the most sense. I know. I I know. I just I don't exactly know like cuz some of the memoirs are just like essays Mm -hmm. but I still feel like you can do that in like some kind of chronological order though and I feel like a lot of times they don't and I don't really know what that choice is but this one he did and I the other thing I really liked about this book is that he didn't like dwell on a lot of stuff like he would give you like the main memories of yeah. each like time period of his life which was really enjoyable it's like we weren't getting on this like filler boring, nonsense yeah like yeah. all the bad things that ever happened to him it was like well i liked how at the beginning it was almost like a, a pre-log where he kind of just explained the green lights thing yeah. <laughs> he explained like the one thing i like how he said like you can either change your reality right. or you can change how you see it. Yes. And I felt like with this whole book and while I was listening to it and then it actually, you know, was proven true at the end when mm-hmm. it, it was so clear that he did so much self-reflection. Yeah. he. That's what I love too. He was always trying to make himself better. Like mm-hmm. anytime he felt himself in like the stagnant, a yellow Time. or red light. Yeah. <laughs> he was like, he'd always like, okay, what can I do to change this? What mm-hmm. can I do to like take some time to myself? I really enjoyed that. <laughs> Me too. Um, I He said at one point at the beginning that he used to write things down um, to forget them and not to remember. And that like resonated with me because I used to journal like a lot when mm-hmm. I was like in my, I mean, I think we all had like a diary when we were younger, <laughs> but then when I was like in high school and through college and then post-college, like I would write in my journal mm-hmm. all the time. But for me, a lot of it was like, just to like purge my thoughts or be angry about a situation Mm -hmm. or try and figure out a situation. And then I would like not go back at it. And it Mm -hmm. wasn't necessarily like, I want to remember this stuff, Mm -hmm. you know? So I thought it was interesting how he even kind of like shifted his like way of journaling Mm -hmm. and poem writing and stuff um, where he was like, no, I want to be able to like, look back on this stuff and with writing this book he's like I could unlock memories that I forgot about and I can take new lessons from Mm -hmm. these memories so yeah and I think that was cool too reading like a book from somebody who like actually went into like their journals Mm -hmm. and stuff and like got some of the stories of like what they were feeling in that moment instead of just like trying to remember it so i guess if you're if you ever think you're gonna remind a memoir someday start journaling it made me want to start i know but then i'm like well what am i gonna write about (laughs) today i sat and stared at the wall (laughs) literally today i sat and stared at the other wall 
Today I went to work and then I came home. <laughs> no, I'm sure we don't have no, more to I write about. But I mean, his compared to him, he his, his life was just from beginning to present. It was just like some of the stories. I'm just like, who does this stuff happen to? <laughs> he definitely is like. I don't even know what to say, like, a, I don't even want to say lucky, but some stuff did end up But that's being made like, me think, like, is it the mindset, right. you know? I mean, I think that some of the things definitely were just, like, this would only happen to Matthew McConaughey. I know. But at the same time, I mean, it seemed like he really, like, opened himself up to these mm-hmm. different opportunities. I know. And I, I think with that too, I mean, obviously for him being like a handsome mm-hmm. white man, yeah, things are gonna kind of be a little bit easier in that way. Like he can walk into a casting room and be like, no, like I want to go out for this part, mm-hmm. you know, but I, with that being said, though, I think he's a really charming, professional, good actor, mm-hmm. too. So it's not like to discredit that. No. But I definitely think, you know, his, his journey is going to be a little bit different as far as like Hollywood and stuff. Right. But. I agree. Um, I guess thinking about like his childhood and teen years, I thought I knew some of this stuff about like his parents and everything, but like I didn't know the details Mm -hmm. like how they were divorced twice married three times (laughs) and just like the the like passion in there you know whether it be like positive or negative like the physicality right (laughs) and then the like intense love Mm -hmm. like I can't when I heard that part of his book I'm like wow I wonder how like that made him think of relationships because seeing that from such a young age Mm -hmm. like that really molds what you (laughs) want in a partner yeah but it doesn't seem like he has that with his partner I mean like the love right but not like the chasing each other with a knife yeah that story was like like wild yeah the other thing I noticed too about his childhood because he has two brothers Mm -hmm. There's a lot of like testosterone, like intense, so like, much. At, <laughs> like this your, is your sign, future. I know, right? <laughs> it's like your sign of being, which is funny because me and my son were like, rest. It's like he always wants to rest. Like I think his love language is gonna be physical touch. Yeah. My husband was like, physical touch. <laughs> But it's like, oh, you want to wrestle? All right, let's just wrestle. We're just like slamming into each other. I'm like, this is what you want. want." So it's like literally. But it was like, I thought it was funny. Like the signal of you being a man was (laughs) like beating somebody within an inch of their life. Yeah, like if you, no, but specifically your dad. If you knocked your dad out almost killed him you were a man and it was like so traumatizing for I the know. boys they're like i don't want to do this like, he's like literally whack me <laughs> dad i killed him i told you i didn't want to do this and then he comes to and he's like <laughs> you're son. proud of you <laughs> like what like he literally did that with all three I of the know. boys it was 
wild. I know that was so would be so traumatizing. I know. I mean, I like, <laughs> like do it. And you know, I Tell thought it me. was interesting with this book though. Like mm-hmm. he did throw the stuff in about his brothers mm-hmm. too, and like yeah. some like because some people just focus on themselves, yeah. and I'm sure that he like talked with them about you know stuff. Right, what they were gonna but it was just interesting that like they all had such similar experiences mm-hmm. with their father. <laughs> yeah, that was yeah, that, that was, was so wild. Um, let me see here. I liked how he um, really liked poetry from a young age. Yeah, it's kind of like a sensitive. I know, lad. I I like that though. I mean, no, I, think I do. That He's... it is. Yeah, it's interesting too because he is so masculine and like lives very masculine, like that stereotypical. But he also does like embrace emotions right. and he'll like cry from passion. Yeah, <laughs> like, which is so wild because you wouldn't expect no. that with his childhood. No, not at all. Which I thought, but it seemed like. It seems like the family literally had everything. Yes. Like high highs, low lows, everywhere yeah. in between. It was like everybody felt exactly what they were yes. feeling and that's the way it was, which was pretty cool. Yeah. Um, um I have one favorite story. Okay, I want to one, one of mine. my favorite story in the whole book was when his mom was selling this yes, mink. Yes. So his mom oil was selling this oh oil mink. Yeah. This cream. And I guess he had gotten just a little bit of acne. And his mom's like, here, put this on. Like every it night. putting his skin. <laughs> so he gets this horrific acne. He has to get on acne. And like it literally sounded like the most painful yes. horrible i mean he said he was like unrecognizable <laughs> and i mean he could have been being dramatic but i feel like i mean the cosmetics back yeah. then were probably nuts but then wait tell st- how when he went to the dermatologist which part when the, when the dermatologist was like <laughs> matthew what are you doing putting this stuff on your skin you're not an old woman basically and he was like you are 10 days away from having horrific acne scars irreversible damage it's like oh no oh my god so then they put him on Accutane and his dad's like this is a lawsuit The whole thing's out of a movie. Yeah, he's like, so they end up going like through with this, but eventually his skin like gets better on the Accutane and but but so the lawyer's like emotional damage, damages. right? Like this screwed you up, and Matthew's like, well, yeah, I guess, yeah. <laughs> I guess it did. And then, <laughs> sorry, that's terrible. I'll stop doing that. No, I like it. <laughs> so they're in the court. And the the other side is like, okay, so you say it's been, you know, doing a lot of like damage to you and everything. He's like, yeah, yeah. He's like putting on <laughs> really this sad point. story. He's like, they threw me a slow ball there. It's <laughs> like I, I had gonna... this in the bag. <laughs> <laughs> then they then they whip out his yearbook, <laughs> and he was voted most handsome. <laughs> With this beautiful oh, girl, girl voted most beautiful. beautiful. <laughs> He's like, dang. <laughs> and the <laughs> case is dropped. 
<laughs> like I just died when he said I know, that. that was like so I was funny. Because <laughs> at first we had like the whole story. I'm like, oh yeah, like this yeah, is definitely this gonna is work a out. <laughs> yeah. And oh my god! Literally, so like pulled out the yearbook. That was so funny. Oh, I loved that. I liked when he was um like at high school and he's like, yeah, I was pretty good with the chicks. Oh yeah, I had my truck and I had a speaker in the back. <laughs> That ch- I had a megaphone. Oh, yeah, and he'd like say stuff to girls like <laughs> he would, he'd be like, he, "This is what he made it sound like." That he's like crouched no, down yeah. in the bed of the truck. He'd like peer over and see like <laughs> Maggie Sue walking yeah. her little Daisy Duke. Maggie he's like, Sue, ow, baby. <laughs> he's like the girls loved it. I was dating the hottest girl across town and the hottest girl at my school. <laughs> I'd take him out mud. <laughs> and then he decides he wants to get, to get a convertible. Nice one. A sports car. And <laughs> he just goes out in the parking lot. Like, and he leans up against his, his sports car. <laughs> and all the girls are walking by but and they don't care about him. They're going to get the other trucks. For they're mudding. going mudding with the other guys. Oh my gosh, that was so oh, funny. Yeah. I could just like picture him. I oh know. Oh my goodness. Um, okay, the Australia Chronicles. Okay, this was. I feel like sometimes in these like celebrity memoirs, they'll be just like really bizarre stories. This was so bizarre. I know, and I feel like it didn't even fully get unpacked. I know. Like, <laughs> like, that sounded horrific. No. So he does like this foreign exchange program in. It was so funny. Well, Australia. Basically. He, like, graduated, though. That's what was yeah. kind of weird. So he had graduated, and then he's like, oh, I don't know what I want to do with my life. And then his mom's like, well, you like traveling. <laughs> Why don't you become an exchange student? <laughs> and he's like, well, that's not a bad idea. <laughs> Our, like, horrible accents that sound nothing like any of them. But then, so he goes over, and the I thought the way he's told this story was so freaking funny, how the duallys pick him up, and they are like this weird little pint-sized family. <laughs> and they said they lived in like Sydney, right? I think so, yeah. And then he's like, so we're in the car and then we we drive past Sydney. And I said, oh, so you, so you guys don't live in, right in the city? No, we live in a little town outside. And it was like, it kept, it was like one of those um, eggs, you know, where you like keep unpacking the Russian dolls (laughs) and it kept getting into a smaller and smaller location. It's like, yeah, we don't really like the city life. We live a little outside and then smaller town. Yeah, you know, that's not really too fast paced for us. So they get to the smallest location possible. And they just torture him basically yeah they're like real weird they're like we want you to call us mom and dad while you're here he's like nah i'm like i'm not gonna do that (laughs) sorry he's like i'm not gonna do that like that's weird i have my well he's trying to be nice he was trying to be so nice you know i have my mom and dad at home like i don't know yeah how would you feel (laughs) and like all this weird there was something weird with the there's this oh oh that's the moral of the story never mind we'll get to that (laughs) i forgot about that part i thought it was funny after the the mom and dad thing and then uh the next morning what was her name marjorie or something i can't remember what her name was the moms 
Mm, I can't remember. Which exchange mom, whatever her name was. <clears throat> and she was like wailing, crying. Yeah. <laughs> he won't call me mom. <laughs> and then he, Matthew's like so pure of heart. And he's I'm like, like I'm, sorry. I'm sorry. No, I just can't. And then he's like, she's crying. I'm crying <laughs> for a different reason. And I'm just holding her. <laughs> Oh my gosh. And then there's this one part. I was kind of confused. Like, I can't remember quite. Was it like a cousin or was it the daughter? No, it was the bo- the brother or the son's girlfriend. Oh, and they're like, you need to kiss yeah, her. Yeah, that was so weird. It was creepy. They're like, go over there and kiss her. And he's like, no. Give her a smooch. <laughs> it was so weird. That was so uncomfortable. That family. It was so weird. Like, I don't even really, I don't know if we're explaining how it was as weird as it I like, think you came would really just need to book. listen to Matthew talk about it because it was just it's bizarre and he, he has oh, just a terrible experience there the thing at the beginning was you have like we'll let you go but you have to stay for mm-hmm. a year that's what like the exchange company was saying so he's mm-hmm. like okay I I'm will going to. I'll yeah. stay <laughs> so he literally stuck it out with them for like six months and then tried to like go to a new family yeah and then it was like they weren't coming and like yeah. this family's tricking them like well actually they're not coming you're staying yeah he wouldn't let him go and then he like freaking <laughs> tries to fight decks him, him. Yeah. he's like bye i'm not staying here like he's like i've had enough this is so weird <laughs> he was trying to be nice the entire yes. six months oh and he wouldn't eat anything remember yeah, he, yeah. he just because <laughs> he was like like vegetarian or vegan, vegan or something but he like just like wouldn't eat their food because no. they had all these weird food restrictions and so he was eating cabbage and ketchup <laughs> and he went down to like 135 or something <laughs> insane know. oh my gosh yeah but then we find so anyway like he, he sticks it out the year he I finally mean, gets, gets to a move new family. in with different family <clears throat> That goes better, but it turns out their kid was in America yes. the whole time with his family, living it up, literally partying, no curfew. <laughs> he was having the best time of his life. Green, green that lot. was a twist. <laughs> I know it was. That was so funny when he said that. I was like, oh my gosh. And he's like, oh yeah, their son. Yeah, he was with my yeah. parents and having the time of his life. But it was also funny how that last, his like last little bit of time there, he's like having a cookout with the family that mm-hmm. he was with. And they were like kind of drinking and stuff. And one of the like host family, like dads, was like, so how'd you stick it out with the dualies for all that time? Like they knew <laughs> no, they, they were, were crazy, crazy and they let him just stay <laughs> in that situation. That was so weird. Like, I know we're not explaining it good. You just literally had to had hear to him say it. It, it was so weird. Yeah. It made me feel so gross. I, know. Like, I don't know what it was about like that whole situation. They were gonna but like... his what he ended up taking from that was that this terrible time in his life like forced him to become very introspective. Mm-hmm. So it was just like really interesting how he was able to take like these terrible moments. I know he really was. Even like at the time like he really was so refined and he's like no like I need to do this mm-hmm. I need I committed my word to a year and like how can I grow from this like he just right. always is like thinking about that which for his age because he would have been like what 19 mm-hmm. then like it's kind of amazing. It was. <laughs> um Oh, what I wrote down doesn't make any sense. But I meant to say he kind of got into acting by accident. Mm -hmm. So when he, like, came back, he 
went to college and then ended he wanted to be a lawyer and then he kind of decided no i want to go to film school Mm -hmm. but then to like you know get a job and get an in within the industry is how he kind of got into acting yeah it was like a production assistant job yeah something like that (laughs) um and then it was so sad with his dad dying yeah he like gets his first like role uh, dazed dazed and and confused confused. and like literally like what five days into it or something his dad passes away and that was it was like really unexpected Mm -hmm. and he was was only 22 when that Mm -hmm. happened which is i mean he's had a long time without his Dad. dad yeah and i don't know how much older his brothers are I wasn't sure. I don't it remember. It seemed like his oldest brother was like, I don't, not like a significant amount of time, but like not like two years. It seemed like right. he was like maybe five or more years mm-hmm. older, but I don't know. But anyway, yeah, he was uh, making love to Matthew's mother and had a heart attack. <laughs> yeah. That's how he said he wanted to go, go out. I don't know why he went out. that's <laughs> anything that was, like, talked about in the family. Oh, like, this is how I hope I die. But... but it was, so, and that's how he went out. That was crazy. I know. Um, I thought it was really funny, like, once he kind of had his um, dazed and confused, like, little fame and then Mm kind of stuff that was happening after that how his mom was so into the fame yeah he goes i'm like watching tv and there's my mom (laughs) this is matthew's old room and blah 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 and he's like what in the world so he said that really like affected their relationship for a while where she was just like fame hungry but then it seemed like they were eventually able to kind of like work it Mm -hmm. out but that was kind of sad. I know. I, I like felt bad for him. And he was just, he just seemed really disappointed even like recalling it. I know he did. I mean, that would be a, such a crazy thing. Like mm-hmm. he, he didn't even know. And the mom's giving a tour of their childhood home and like sharing these real personal <laughs> like stuff, like stories. Yeah. I know, that was sad. I know. But, um, I moved into I lost my I don't have I moved into adulthood then. Okay, so which like I moved into the Amazon River trip after that. Like the thing about this book is that there were so many like really amazing stories the whole time. But it wasn't really things that I felt like Like I need to talk about. Right. Yeah. Yeah, it definitely, it's like, you just kind of have to, like, hear it from him. And it's not like he was rambly, no. but I think, like, in the stories, like, I don't know, us regurgitating them wouldn't be no. any fun. and, like, I enjoyed listening to everything that he, like, yes. said. I enjoyed it all. But, like, just for us, like, doing a review and talking about it, yeah, it wasn't, like, like not we need important to, for us yeah, to say yeah. it. Um, but the Amazon River trip was crazy. And that's one of the points where I was just like, who has experiences like this? Literally. And like, I might have some stuff. No, I don't. Well, he had like a okay. dream. Yeah, he has this dream. <laughs> I don't know. This bizarre dream about like a mermaid on the Amazon yeah, River. And, and like, like, that basically tells him he needs to go to the Amazon yeah, River. <laughs> and find this place. Yeah. And so he goes on this whole like, excursion Mm -hmm. i don't even know how long it lasted but this was kind of like 
I don't know, it wasn't fully at the beginning of his acting career, but it wasn't really in the middle either. Right. It was like in between. Mm-hmm. Um, and he kind of just needed like some time mm-hmm. away, I guess. And he just had really interesting yeah, I know, he like had to like rediscover himself yeah. again. But it was just kind of cool the way he... Just he does he this like it. a couple times where yeah, he's he able to like, go travel and like just embrace cultures Mm -hmm. and is basically accepted into these cultures like completely yeah that's the part where i'm kind of like he really does like have this like luck like i don't even like even there's another story i mean not to get into a bunch of stories but where he's like goes over to europe with some friends to ride his motorcycles around and it's like they, he bas- they basically get to use these bikes for almost free. And, <laughs> and they the like crash one it? and the guy brings him a new one. It's just like these stories where you're like, who does gets this that happen, happen to? to? Yeah. <laughs> who gets to just like run around But you know what? Like it that. reminds me, not that like to this extent, but like this kind of stuff happens to my cousin. Yeah, no, like, I know. Or like my uncle. Yes. I'm like, oh, some people just, just have They're born so lucky luck. and they're so like charismatic <laughs> yes. that they can just like, like anything can happen to them. Yes, they can just like weasel their way Yeah, <laughs> I know. And it's not with like, with Matthew McConaughey, it doesn't even seem like he's trying to like, no, he's you know. literally stumbling yeah, upon this stuff. I know. It's like he's not even... He's like, I'm going to go to the Amazon and then has a good time. Like, I, I feel like if I went to, to go to the Amazon it River, would be it wouldn't be like that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, the other story I thought was really funny. This is like a little bit later when his he's with his brother at this golf resort <laughs> and he has his dog with him and uh, they're like, oh, like, we're glad you're here, whatever. And then they see the dog, like, oh, don't you know there's no dogs allowed? And somehow his brother, like, just overheard the conversation. Right at the perfect time. Yeah. He's like, no, my brother's blind. Yeah, and then he's like, <laughs> on a golf cart. <laughs> And so then they're like, oh, oh my sorry. gosh, I'm so sorry, I'm so sorry. So then he had to like play that he's blind, and then the next day they're like out on the golf course, and mm-hmm. the brothers driving, and they're like, gotcha. <laughs> and the people from the resort come out, and they're like, um, I'm sorry, but I thought that you had said that you were blind, and without missing a beat, the brother goes, yeah. It's night blindness. <laughs> Just like, got him. It's so funny. So funny. Um, okay, so about his acting career. I think I might... Do you have some notes on that one? Kind of. When does your when do your notes pick back up? I, I think like when he starts like living in a trailer. Oh yeah, that was a bizarre time. It was. And it's kind of like off and on yeah. too, where he's like, but so I had written, you know, I think what we know Matthew McConaughey from most are like these iconic rom-coms. Mm-hmm. And that's like what he just was typecast as was this, you know, beautiful man in a romantic comedy. We had like How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days, Failure to Launch. Um, I can't even think of others off the top of my head right now. Fool's Gold was yeah, one. Yeah, Fool's Gold. Did you see How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days? Yeah. But anyway, so those offers kept coming when in. The Wedding Planner. Oh, yeah, that was a good one. Um, And he's like, you know, I really appreciated them because they brought in money and, like, I appreciated, you know? like, 
you know, what they did for me and I enjoyed working on them. They were fun, but he didn't feel challenged by no, them. So he like, is like, you know what? I'm going to take some time again and I'm going to turn down these roles that people are offering me. Like I want to do some things more dramatic, but I think at one point there's like one movie, which I want to know what this <laughs> oh movie is. Oh my gosh, is. me too. So It was bad. like at first they were going to give him 5 million yes, and then it was 10 it's million. Rom-com. And then they were like, what about 12.5 and then 14 million? And, he and it just kept going up and going up. And, going he up. Still turned it and down. when it was, I think it even got up like higher than like 14. Mm-hmm. It was something just so bizarre. And it was for like two months or something yeah. stupid. And he's like, I turned it down and he had, because this is after he has his wife. Then, yeah. Right? I don't know if they were married or not, oh, but yeah, they were definitely together. together. And they had kids. I think the two kids then. At that time, mm-hmm. I can't remember. No, I don't think. I thought it was like a whole thing where they had to like. No, because okay. I had it written. Well, it doesn't really matter. I don't think that they had the kid yet. But also, it could have been kind of mixed, though, because he did wait almost two years, like without having a role. So it kind of it could have oh, been like it, blended. No, they did have the second baby and then he declines the 14. And then he's waiting on the rolls. Yeah, because then two years. And then that's when, like, Dallas Fire Club and okay. Wolf of Wall Street. I had everything written down incorrectly on my notes, no, but that's not really a surprise either. Matter. Um, anyway, <laughs> sorry, everybody. <laughs> Don't hold but, So, yeah, I thought it was crazy how he had to wait so long for the serious roles to come in. Wait, like, that find, was... He's, like, enough time finally passed where I wasn't associated as much with those, like, rom-coms. yeah. Um, I wish going back to his wife, Camilla, I wish that we knew more about her. Yeah. The way he, um, kind of, I mean, the story was like kind of funny. I mean, yeah. I don't to really rehash it, but it definitely was like, he like acknowledges her like existence and everything. Mm-hmm. And like, he really loves her, but I feel like we don't really know like much about her as like a mom or yeah. like their life actually together. So right. I would have kind of just like a little bit more of that. But I know I would have just, yeah, like to know. And I don't really know. And I, I don't, don't know anything must, about her. I know. Really. Was she like a model? I really I don't know. Or was she a model after they were together? That's right. what I don't. I really don't know. I mean, obviously she ran in a circle because they were at the same. Same situation. Yeah, like restaurant or bar or however they met. Um, and I mean, who's just at a freaking the same restaurant as Matthew McConaughey and his friends just casually. But... Um, one of the stories that I just thought was funny is like, because obviously we heard like the headline was when he got arrested because he was playing bongos naked. Oh my gosh, yeah. And, and I had so, forgotten about that. Me too. And I just remember like hearing about that way back in the day and it was like, oh, oh crazy. Weird, no, but, a nude guy. And that beat. was like another story where it was like they arrested him and like kind of aggressively in yeah. his opinion. And then when they take him in. They go, he's like in the courtroom and they're like, you know what? They handled that all wrong. You, you're, you're good. You <laughs> you're just free go. to go, buddy. And it was yeah. like, oh, he's like, well, <laughs> thank you very Justice much. Justice was served. <laughs> so that was just another funny story of like, that probably wouldn't happen to, you know, everybody. Anyway, but I know. to Matthew McConaughey. Um, I think, yeah, you are right about the timeline. Not that I denied you, but matter. I am now looking at my notes, but hit to him I thought it was interesting how he always wanted to be a father and he was like so open about saying that and I feel like 
a lot of men like don't say that or even no. from a young age they're not like i really want to be a dad mm-hmm. but for him he was like fatherhood <laughs> is so synonymous with right. manhood and success yeah it was interesting and he also talks about the dream that he has mm-hmm. about how he's having like what was it like 88 kids 88 kids 22 wives (laughs) and he's like hey because i feel like he kind of got like down on himself like he didn't think he was going to be able to find the right woman to have kids with and then he has this dream and he's like well i'll be dang i I know i can be fruitful it made me think of nick cannon i was like slow down (laughs) um and then when camilla was first pregnant with their firstborn levi i thought his mom's reaction was like hilarious like they were so excited and they call his mom and she's like Matthew, that is not right. I raised you differently. You got to be married first. Like, how am I supposed to be excited? And they're like, oh, okay. And then she calls, hangs up, calls back. I'm sorry. Let's wipe that out. It. Yeah. Like, okay, we'll wind it up. I'm still excited. And it's so funny how, like, Camilla was just so, like, it's okay. I know. Yeah, she, the way he did talk about her, though, like, I want to get to know her more. Me like, too. she seems so easygoing mm-hmm. and, like, just kind of the perfect partner for him. Yeah. And I just thought, it I don't really know, was I fate that brought them together. I want her to come out with the butt. Me too. Um, I wish I would have written some of them down, but when he was talking about the, the baby names. names, there were some weird <laughs> ones. Oh, man. There was one that I really was thought so was funny. Bizarre. <laughs> This is where uh, I wish that I had the physical copy of the book. Yeah, so I we could, could just look, look it, it right up. up. Yeah. But yeah, there were some weird ones. Matthew was being considered. It was. I That's what was, Camilla wanted. Mm-hmm. But he said no, because he didn't really want like a junior. Yeah. Don't blame him. No. Um, and then, yeah, we kind of get into his serious acting career with like True Detective, Dallas Buyers Club, all those. Yeah, he just kind of like doesn't touch it. The only one he touches on like extensively is Dallas Buyers mm-hmm. Club and how he did just really. Oh, man, there's some there's so many funny stories in this. Book. I know. I won't bring that one up. But, but just like even with getting that movie made it like almost didn't even really happen and right. he's just there losing like so much weight for a role <laughs> he didn't even know if it was gonna right. come to fruition but it is crazy like when you look at the arc of his career i mean truly not many actors go from small roles to rom-coms and mm-hmm. then to like huge you know serious roles right. you know like an oscar winner you know right and being like in a rom-com whether you're male or female like i feel like you're not really considered to be a serious actor or just like a good actor right really. you know it's, i know it's like even if you're funny and you're handsome and you're you know you're good at those roles you're not really like this mind <laughs> yeah like no one's like nominating you for awards yeah. or anything but yeah i think and he was once he started like <clears throat> getting more of those roles that were serious he like loved them and loved diving deep into them but a lot of them weren't hits right which was also interesting i mean we all know true detective dallas buyers club like the lincoln lawyer Welcome we know those but like 
There were some duds in there. There were, yeah. And then I know at one point he's like, I just was starting, like, my stuff wasn't doing good in the box office anymore. And he's like, I don't really know what happened mm-hmm. there. But I thought it was it was interesting and, like, kind of nice that he straight up acknowledged that. And I know. He he's was like, like, I don't know what, what yeah. the deal was. And it he's was like, like, I, I loved the characters. Right. I love the movies. I know. And what's crazy, too, just thinking about how he was in, like, Wolf of Wall Street and mm-hmm. Dallas Bar. Buyers Club, like he was in two nominated movies I know. over the same year. I mean, that's really it impressive. Was cool how he was talking about the awards circuit for that too. Yeah, with, mixed in with True Detective because yeah, he's, he's like, like I was perfect. on the campaign trail basically for Dallas Buyers Club, but then every... I was on their television every mm-hmm. week. So it was like people could not get enough of him. And mm-hmm. of course he was nominated for stuff and won. I know. And then, I mean, I think for the most part, the end, he just kind of wraps everything up really. Yeah. He wants to like look inward again. That's something he's just always consistently doing. Is- yes. And I think it's it's so important to do that. He said when he wrote this book and he took all of his journals and kind of went back and yes. he, he visited like the... Um, significant places in his life yes that was awesome i think just the fact that he was able to do that because obviously not everybody can just like travel around like that Mm -hmm. and like hang out at these places but he really got that time to like read the journal from where he was Mm -hmm. and just really reflect on it and i just thought that was awesome i'm like wow that would just be incredible to like really take that time to do that he did say too um how he can look back and see how his parents were pretty tough and like some of the things that he even encountered like people might consider to be like a borderline abusive or fully Mm -hmm. abusive but he's like i took value in that and i i don't like i never once felt like like i was a victim of anything i know i think that's what i really enjoyed because i do think a lot of these celebrity memoirs they'll just dwell on Mm -hmm. every bad thing and i think even when you read the beginning of the book or listen to the beginning of the book, you can tell that there was a lot of that in there, but he didn't need to say it yeah. and like only talk about it. He also talked about like the good parts of his childhood right. and what he liked about his parents. and Because, I mean, he realizes whether, and I think there were probably more like positive times than negative times and more like mm-hmm. love than I don't think that his parents ever like had disdain or hatred for their children or anything like that maybe Mm -hmm. a little bit for each other but never for their kids right but he was like you know they made me who I am today Mm -hmm. and I can take look and see these lessons and take value in them and how it I think it it definitely like impacted how he is a parent because he can probably see like Mm-hmm. I don't want to do these things. I can do this in a different way. I mm-hmm. want to do these things. So, yeah, just the self-reflection is just, it was, like, so amazing, and it was really refreshing to just listen to. It really was refreshing because, I mean, there's just so many of the books that are just so negative. Mm-hmm. And it was just cool to see somebody who all, like, even at the, like we said, the young age is just always working on themselves. Yeah. I love that. I also did not, just like a note of the overall book, I did not realize how new it was. Me, I think it came out in like, what was it, 2022? Yeah. Yeah. I was like, oh, I don't even really remember it like coming out. I remember hearing about it, but I don't remember 
the like actual anything. like release of it mm-hmm. or anything yeah because he touched on COVID a little bit yeah. at the end and some of the george floyd stuff like mm-hmm. just our country being in turmoil and how that made him reflect, reflect on things too um one of the last things he said was how like he wants to and he thinks that other people should look forward to look back yeah. on your life. And I I thought that was actually really powerful. Like I know. It we should be living our lives, you know, like in the moment and but also being reflective, but also like thinking when I am 50 or 70 like what am I going to be looking back on? Right. And I should be excited to reflect on that right. and look back on that. So I know it was. I overall it was a really entertaining good yeah, book. Yeah, it was. Definitely I would think recommend the audio book. You'll yeah. Enjoy. I would. I wouldn't even. I mean, if you wanted to like him, buy it or whatever, okay. Right. But like for sure, the I think way he told the story was so good. There was so much animation and emotion into it, and even how like the inflection in his voice would change, yeah, and or, like the, hit, the way he hit the punchlines. Mm-hmm. Like we said, the green light thing. Yeah, green light. Green light. It was just. <laughs> yeah, I loved it. I will say too, like not about his book. Um, his oldest son, Levi, I don't. I think he turned, what did he turn, like 15 or something? A teenager, he's yeah. something. And I, I don't know, I, I hadn't seen his kids in a while, I guess. Oh, I did just see him recently, yeah. and it was like, whoa. I so was whoa. literally, like, I think, like, my mouth, like, actually dropped open. <laughs> like, I mean, because I guess, man. yes. And I mean, of course, his kids are all so beautiful. Right. But, like, I just could not believe how no, old like, his what? oldest was. I know, it's why. Well, even when, I can't remember what year he said he met his wife. I was like, wow. I just, like, I feel like I can remember when, like, I they know. started getting together. I like, know, it's so crazy. doesn't seem like they could have a kid that old. And I wonder how long they were together before they had the kid first kid well it, they said he said they had been dating for like a year before he had that one movie role that he had to move for right oh, yeah. and then they moved together and that was weird too because he was like you know at that point i knew i was falling in love with her i'm like were you guys not seriously dating because know, my was, lord if, if i was dating someone I for a year love to hear her side of that I know. story because i mean we didn't really talk about that story but it was funny yeah. and i just would love to hear her version of that but yeah yeah so i mean yeah, overall good I at least i feel like they were together at least two before they had a kid but i could be wrong i don't know i'd need he to look said it up. dates and stuff yeah, but, but i wasn't I just, paying that close no. attention to him. yeah i would recommend it i enjoyed it it was entertaining it was it was just like a really good celebrity memoir i know I it was uplifting mm-hmm. good stories it made you like it not to sound like super dramatic but it really did like inspire you i know i wish yeah i know it did I wish I could like be more like that, mm-hmm. but set in my ways. Cause that's the thing. He's not like set in his old crotchety ways. Mm-hmm. He's like very, he never was. No, he's like, he's just that type of person. Half yeah. Class full. I know. But just if yeah if i could have anybody at a dinner party I know. Definitely, i'm gonna start saying him because he's him. got some funny stories 
Yeah, we need to pick a new book, but we haven't yet. So um, if anyone <laughs> has any know. suggestions, yeah, please let us know. But yeah, we'll let you know. This is a good one. So we'll have to see what can top this for the month of <laughs> August. <laughs> Um, well, we said last yep. week <laughs> that we are new ambassadors of dough. Mm-hmm. So we're going to go So <laughs> I made these. They are from the um, peanut butter, like, cookie. Mm-hmm. They smell really peanut buttery. And I will say I made these in a little bit of a rush. So if the texture is a little off, it's a me problem. <laughs> but the thing that's cool about these is like you can eat the cookie dough or make it as a cookie. And I've never made it as a cookie before. So <laughs> now we're just like going to be awkward <laughs> because we're eating on camera. <laughs> it sounded cuter when we were talking about it. <laughs> now it's like everyone's going to be looking at our reaction. <laughs> it's really peanut buttery. It is. I think there's like, are there peanuts in it too? That's what it looks like. <laughs> but it also has like ginseng in it and mm-hmm. different. Like it's supposed to be like a healthy, you know, a little snack. Yeah. I mean, I think it's good. Mm-hmm. I think I could have probably baked it for a little bit longer. <laughs> It's all right. <laughs> <laughs> it's like three fourths of the way done. Luckily, it's not bad because <laughs> we can eat the cookie dough too. <laughs> I'm not gonna get sick. So yeah, um, use our promo code mm-hmm. Pod at checkout to get ten percent off. Mm-hmm. And you can try this flavor. We'll put it in the description. And, um, yeah, we'll have to try other ones later. We will. But we also have recommendations for the week. Just a regular. Yeah. And I am going to recommend the Therma Breath mouthwash. And oh, when I think I, I've tried that. I've never tried it before, but I keep hearing, like, things about it. And I finally got some, and I really like it because there's no burning, which is, like, the thing, and there's no alcohol in it. Have you ever heard that, like, some mouthwashes can, like, ruin your taste buds? No. Yeah, I've heard that that, that can happen. So this shouldn't do that, though, because it doesn't have the alcohol in it. Did you already start using it? Mm-hmm. Okay, is that the one where it says, like, 24 hours of... Yeah, do you of feel whatever. Like that's true? I don't know. I just never... Maybe I don't believe like any problem. of them. <laughs> Why are my teeth yeah. all crusty feeling at the or end? Or just of like day? for your breath, like I don't ever, I've never used any like mouthwash where I'm like, wow, that left me feeling minty I know, fresh sometimes all I've, day. This I do feel like feels better because some mouthwash I feel like just dry out my mouth and like take all the saliva out. But I don't feel like this does that. Like it makes my mouth still feel like just normal. Have you ever used a mouthwash that you use after you brush your teeth at nighttime and you wake up in the morning and you still have fresh breath? I mean, I don't know. I guess <laughs> nobody tells me it smells bad. <laughs> My husband's not like, get your nasty breath out of here. But I've never been like, wowed wow. By yeah. But the, see, the thing is, I think I feel like it dries out your mouth mm-hmm. and that doesn't help. 
Well, I also have a retainer that I have to wear. Mm. And I feel like that doesn't always help me. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know. I mean, nobody tells me it smells bad, but... <laughs> It's Maybe just it like, it's not even that it smells like bad. It's, it's just, just like, like a, a morning thing. And also, like, I feel like, of course, our breath is going to smell different because we're in bed for like six hours. I know, and you're not Maybe drinking. more, maybe less with our mouths closed. Right. Or if we're, if someone snores and their mouth is open. Right. Then it's just more dryness. <laughs> you're just like this crusty cotton mouth. Yeah. Um... Now, my recommendation is going to be kind of weird because I am very pale right now. I want to say I do not have this on right now. (laughs) But I'm recommending the Isle of Paradise self-tanning oil mist. So I used their tanning drops before that you can just drop into your own lotion. I liked those, but um, I know I didn't always see like a dramatic change with Mm -hmm. them. So I have the oil mist now, and it's really easy. It's, like, literally you just spray it on, and then you just, like, wipe it or rub it in like you would, like, a lotion. You have to be careful with, like, your hands and stuff. I will say, like, I was not being very careful with how I put it on one time with my feet. Mm Mm-hmm. And I was just, like, so stupid. I was just, like, walking around and not even thinking that my feet are, like, absorbing all of this (laughs) as I'm spraying it on my body. And the bottom of my feet when I woke up were so orange. It was (laughs) so tragic. So now I do it in the shower. So Mm -hmm. I would recommend if someone uses that to, like, do it in the shower because then it's super easy to clean your shower. It's super easy to, like, have your feet be, like, wet and, like, protected. And, um, yeah, it's just an easy way to apply. Yeah, I've used it before. I haven't used it in a couple years, though. Oh, the spray? Mm Mm-hmm. But not... Because I'm like, I want to use one because they, we literally had the worst summer in the freaking world. I know. But with the breastfeeding, of course, I'm just like dramatic. I'm, I'm just, you know, if I can't, I don't want to put it on my chest because if I right. sweat, then it's like, blah, 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 or I don't want it to get on the baby at all. Right. <laughs> but I want to use something because. I know. I'm tired summer. of being. And I'm so bad about it, though, too, because like I'll put it on and then I'm like well I don't need to do it for another like month but that's not true (laughs) like I need to reapply it like every week basically so I just need to get better about doing it and it's not even like it takes that much extra time it's just a matter of like me doing it feeling like it and then Mm -hmm. just self-tanner in general it's like it's kind of like a high maintenance thing it is it's like the low you know Trying to make it look even and everything. Yeah, is it going to get on my bed sheets? Mm -hmm. Is it not? Yeah, I know. It's really annoying. I wish I could just get spray tans. I did in college for a while because my roommates would go to the tanning bed, which I did not condone. (laughs) But I would get spray tans sometimes, and it was so nice. I know. like And those looked A1. Maybe we should. Breastfeeding. I would like to get um, someone to come into our home. Yes. And give us a personal spray. spray tan. <laughs> I wonder if we could look into it. I'm sure there's so How many around here. How much do you think here. that costs? <laughs> oh, you know. Not too much, if right? you split it in yeah. half. <laughs> like, you can use that whole like can on each of us. So just we'll spread it. Use it sparingly. 
Oh, God. Or maybe if you just, like, stand back and we get close together, <laughs> you can do us at the same time. We'll just rub ourselves <laughs> on top of each other. That's going to be a new podcast. <laughs> we'll take video. Um, Yeah. But thank you guys for listening. Please don't forget we are on Spotify, but also YouTube. Um, our videos are on there. And if you don't like the videos, you definitely don't have to watch them. Mm-hmm. Please don't feel obligated. But do feel obligated to leave us a nice review. <laughs> we would really like that. If you love us at all, you will do this for us. <laughs> Please. <laughs> even if you don't like us, can you do it anyway? Yeah, even if you just like are indifferent towards us, just <laughs> give us a nice review. <laughs> Five stars and a good review. Yes, please. That's all we want. It's <laughs> it's going to be like Christmas in July here. That can be our present. Thank you. <laughs> please. <laughs> all right. Well, thank you, guys. Bye. Bye. Bye.